Hey friends, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to the Daydream Rose podcast. Oh my gosh, I have so many things to tell you, and I'm really excited to come back to a solo episode, even though I have a bunch of really amazing interviews ready to be shared with you. Um, yeah, that I'm also really excited about. Um, but there's been a few changes, and I want to talk about a few things um, specifically, just kind of between you and me. Um, so yeah, this week um, there's a solo episode. So first off, I want to um, do a little catch up and tell you what's been going on in my world and my business, what I'm thinking about at the moment. So <clears throat> I'm recording this at the end of May in the south of England and nature is just so like lush and sexy around here right now. There's hawthorn flowers in such abundance. My garden is completely overgrown with weeds, which I welcome. There's cleavers and nettle um, and all kinds of other plants and it's just super beautiful. And yeah, I've been I've been feeling pretty tired the last few weeks, probably hormonal, I'm not sure. Um, I feel like there was lots to integrate that has come up this winter and May just kind of felt like, yeah, a month of kind of transitioning into summer and just really being with the flowers and enjoying that. So um, in my business, the Patreon has grown some more. We add 50 patrons now, which I'm incredibly grateful for. Like, honestly, I, I can't tell you how much that support means to me. It's not like it's covering my rent or anything like that, but it's the feeling that people are really supportive of my work that I so deeply appreciate and it just means that I have a little bit of stable income um, and that justifies that I can spend more time on this project interviewing more people and sharing more conversations and also putting more energy into the ritual kits that I'm sending out each month to everyone who is a patron so they've been really well received in the last few months um, I started at the beginning of this year the first theme was intention, and then we had one on release, we had one on self-romance, um, last month was home, and this month, so June, is going to be body love, um, because I've been thinking more about embodiment and movement and what that can mean and how these things can bring pleasure to our lives, so I'm really excited to dig into that a little bit deeper as well. And then the other thing I've been working on is the do-it-yourself business magic course, um, which is also really cool. So yeah, it's super fun and I'm deeply grateful that I get to do this work. And it came out of the idea that I have been really lucky to um, take a bunch of business classes and courses myself, some of which were really expensive and some of which I have to admit I've done out of insecurity because... I thought that I needed some kind of permission slip from someone who's like a big name in the industry um, and who can teach me things that I might not know. And yeah, um, I'm, in, I'm in year four now with my business and it's, it's going well. I'm really enjoying it and it's giving me freedom in many ways. Um, it's giving me freedom to take mental health days. It's giving me freedom to work with people that I really love um, rather than bullies. And it means I get to do creative work, so that is just such a gift, and I really don't want to miss that for anything in the world. And so, but my experience in the last few years was really that intuition is so important in business, as is self-care, and 
there's so much to be said about good structures and solid software systems and you know engaging people on social media and all that stuff and that is also something that I cover in the course but we're also looking at intuition and really connecting with your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing and what you see as the greater vision of your work in the world and so yeah I'm kind of distilling what I've learned in the business trainings that I've taken and my own business experience and I'm putting that into um, the self-paced program so um, if you sign up for it you can work on it in your own schedule because I really know that everyone's life is different and you'll have different priorities and that's fine um, and you can get access to this one and the other courses which are um, the do-it-yourself web design course and the branding with Canva course that teaches you how to create beautiful graphics um, if you pledge $11 or more on the Patreon and so you'll have access to the self-paced self course but there will also be free webinars each month that you can sign up for if you want or you can watch the replay and it's an opportunity to come together, meet like-minded people, ask me anything, um, you know, and really deepen what we're learning in the course. Um, so the next webinar that's going to come up is about building a newsletter um, for your creative work and I'm going to announce the date on my main newsletter so you'll hear about that if you sign up. Yeah I think that's all kind of the updates from my business that I wanted to share um, and then more more excitedly or even more excitingly um, on Sunday night I was up till 1am and completely redesigned daydreamwolves.com so I don't know it's it felt like giving birth and it had been coming all winter I kind of like the older design but something about it just felt like it was ready to be released and there was space for something new to come and yeah I really loved this new design um, it kind of came very quickly um, it's full of greens and to me it feels a bit like a sanctuary and um, there's lots of white space as well there's lots of nature images and it just feels more representative of my work and yeah, it's more funny things like finding the right font, you know, that really feels good and then finding the right images and I was really enjoying being up all night and doing that stuff. I've also um, been thinking so much about, you know, what it what it really is that I want to offer in this space and as you might know, under Yarrow Digital I have my web design and tech support business which is my main bread and butter which I really love and I have beautiful clients on there. But the, in the last few years, this other business, um, Daydream Rose, and the podcast involved has really been growing in my heart. And I just till recently was not 100% sure where this is going to go. I was just experiencing it as this exciting space in which I share conversation. And it's all about magic and reconnecting with nature and discovering herbalism and other healing modalities and movement. And... And that felt incredibly exciting, but I wasn't totally sure like what my long-term role in this would be. And I think the last few months, especially between February and April, I've done so much soul-searching and really kind of digging into old stories that I still carry, as we all do. And um, what I discovered was like that I have so much more work to do around embodiment and just remembering old stuff you know things like being bullied in school for being one of the first people to develop boobs and stuff like uh, even in primary school being really overwhelmed in the sports classes because I struggled with sensory overload and 
I found it completely like, you know, that this, the gym to me was just like anarchy and chaos, like not the good kind. I was just horrified and I didn't enjoy movement because it was competitive and it wasn't about pleasure or, you know, just exploration and curiosity. And so I think school really kind of ruined a lot of things to me, if I'm really honest. And I'm reclaiming them now because I'm an adult and I get to make my own choices and that feels really exciting. So all this to say that I am working with these things and it feels exciting if at times hard and I'm committed to really making embodiment a core focus in my practice. So as you know, I'm personally interested in a ton of different modalities. I really want to be mindful not to appropriate something that isn't really belonging to me and my culture and my background. And um, the main things that I care about and that really helped me so much because I found them to be accessible and relatively easy to integrate into my life were the tarot journaling, really just taking the diary out, super soft gentle movement, just putting music on and seeing you know what happens and it doesn't even have to look like dance, it doesn't have to look like anything really. Um, and then folk herbalism. So I've really struggled with food for long periods of my life and I still feel anxious about it sometimes. Um, though that's really shifting this year. And, and I think f folk herbalism to me has been such a beautiful way to really reconnect with nature and find ways of nourishing my body in ways that never felt restrictive or, you know, anxiety inducing or too heady because I was able to make these potions myself and to think about what would be good for my body and like how can I be in relationship with my bioregion here in England and how can I give back and really just be a part of this conversation with nature and make magic that way. And then I deeply care about rituals, I really try to honour the phases of the moon and the big transitions in life and I um, trained as a celebrant to be able to hold ceremony for people Mm, which was also a really, really beautiful, important stepping stone on that path. So, sorry, long story. I hope you didn't get bored. I would love to read to you a bit of my new about section because it, it felt like I had been, you know, writing this for such a long time and it's finally come together. And I want to be super honest, I feel a bit awkward reading this out because it's so easy to just feel like, oh, is this too weird or too is it you know I don't know it's super hard if you have ever tried to write an about page for yourself you might know that this can really feel like giving birth so anyway I'll just do it <coughs> as an embodiment mentor and ritual maker I support soft folks in reclaiming body liberation intuition a connection to nature and everyday magic my practices around folk herbalism, tarot, journaling, movement and creative expression are trauma-sensitive, queer and body-positive and as, and as inclusive and accessible as possible because to me healing is both political and interconnected. Authentic embodiment is one of my main passions because I believe that our digitalized, fast-paced lives don't leave enough room for connection and community. Slowness and sensuality have become luxuries, especially for survivors and marginalized folks. I want to create spaces in which you can feel safe and seen so that you can explore what makes you feel good in your skin and excited about life. I run free monthly webinars, 
as well as the Daydream Rose podcast for babes who are into authentic conversations about healing, business journeys, everyday struggles, and everyday magic that can be delivered straight to your phone if you like. For those who like to receive some additional guidance and support in making their own magic, I also offer monthly ritual kits, including playlists, journaling prompts, tarot spreads, and herbal recipes that you can get by pledging $3 or more on my Patreon. By day, I also run a web design and tech agency named Yara Digital that supports small businesses in building heartfelt, sustainable online platforms made to hold big dreams and beautiful communities. I specialize in custom-made WordPress sites as well as easy-to-understand tech support and I also run a low-cost do-it-yourself business training. That's it. <laughs> Whew, I didn't die. That's great. Um, yeah, I hope that resonated with you in some way and I hope that if you're here and listening to this that you're excited about what's to come from Daydream Wolves and that you might want to get involved in some way. And really want to say again, I have said this before, but it's really important to me that this work is access as accessible as possible. So if, for example, you want to have access to the ritual kits or the online courses that I'm offering, but it's just not affordable to you to become a patron, that's 100% fine. And you're so welcome to just drop me a line on Instagram or email me at hello at yarrowdigital.com. Just let me know. Give me your name and your email and I will just put you in a list and give you access and it will be my pleasure and there will be no questions asked whatsoever. And that's kind of also really beautifully leading me into the next thing that I want to talk to you about, which this um, episode is really meant to be all about. So I want to talk about um, free resources for embodiment and self-healing and how to find them and how to work with them. So... Um, this is interesting to me because I now have the space to, as I said, take time off and really offer my body these self-care practices, but it hasn't always been like that. And I really just share, yeah, I'm just super excited about sharing these things and enabling more people to engage with them, no matter what their circumstances are. So... The first tool that I want to share with you is listening to podcasts like this one and if that feels valuable to maybe even become a little bit more organized around this. So to give you an example, in, in um, March and April this year, I was kind of feeling, starting to feel a little bit tense around food again and I noticed that I had some ins some sensitive sensitivities um, around food, some foods. I suspected it was gluten, but I was unsure and I was kind of dreading having to do an elimination diet because that's very restrictive. And um, also I have a tiny kitchen, my tiny house, so I was getting really bored with the stuff that I was eating on a day-to-day -day basis and didn't feel like I had enough energy to put into making some more exciting stuff. Um, yeah, so that was all a bit sad, and so the, the theme of food just came back up for me. And so what I did, one of the first steps I did was I really sat down and looked for super supportive, shame-free, informative, and educational resources that I could engage with in my own way. And I found a food psych podcast, which I really love, 
it's by Christy Harrison, um, who's really having like a very radical body positive approach. There's absolutely no diet talk. She's even beeping out when her guests are talking about any kind of numbers related to exercise or body weight that they're doing. And she has amazing guests, some of which have just really changed my perspective on diet culture and the way we relate to our bodies and pleasures in such beautiful ways. So I'm going to link that in the show notes and if that's something that feels exciting to you then I would really recommend you check that out as well. And then I would invite you to have a think about if you need or if you are someone who enjoys having structures around your media consumption or how you educate yourself or how you discover exciting stuff. So for some of us if we have really busy lives it might be more supportive to be really fluid and to just put all the resources that we might want to turn to in a moment of stress and anxiety right within reach. And what I mean by that is, for example, you might want to have an empty journal and your tarot deck ready for a quiet evening when you really feel like doing that. Or maybe you want to have the calm up on your phone to help you meditate on a more regular basis. Or maybe you want to have a book kind of on your bedside table and maybe you're not going to read it every night, you know, maybe watching a film is better, but it's kind of available for you and you have, you're putting these things into place for yourself at a time when you're feeling pretty good and you have enough energy to think about the logistics of that stuff. And then it's just within reach. But other people might benefit from more structure and I think it's really cool to get curious about that and to figure out what is a good container for your own, I don't want to say self-development because it's such a weird, weird, you know, because we're cool, we're great and beautiful the way we are, we don't have to really think that we need to be in this race of self-development all the time, but I'm sure you know what I mean, so, so what I want um, more of us to explore is does it does it feel good to have structures? So for me, for example, I am I'm taking my little dog for walks about three or four times a day, and at the moment I'm really focusing on educating myself um, around really radical approaches to food. So I have this not that not like a rule in place, but it is kind of it's become a practice of every day. I'm listening to one food psych podcast episode at the moment, and there's always something in it for me. There's always something in these conversations that really inspires me, and so I really benefit from the structure. It's not stressing me out. If on the other hand I had no chance to really pay attention or you be present with these conversations and I would force this rule on myself to listen to at least one podcast a day um, and, and already had felt completely overwhelmed with stuff then you know that's obviously not supportive self-care and that's not going to serve me um, so yeah maybe feel into that if you're curious to see um, what structures feel like for you and how you can put these things in place the other thing that I wanted to offer is to really think about when you're feeling overwhelmed and it feels like self-care or healing or thinking about engaging with any of this feels sort of reached because your days are so full or maybe your days are not super full but your energy levels are just super low and you're already super overwhelmed. 
Um, what can you declutter? What is non-essential for you right now? And it can be super simple, you know, like it can maybe be on a good day when you have energy and time to declutter your space a little bit so that it, it means keeping it tidy becomes a lot easier and you have a sense of like being at home in a really peaceful environment. And maybe digitally, you know, just last week we had this huge flood of emails about the privacy updates in Europe. Um, if you're elsewhere, not in Europe, then you might have not felt that so much. But basically there's there's a new privacy um, law in place. And, oh God, I received hundreds of emails, even from newsletters that I hadn't been on in years. But it seemed like lots of people just emailed everyone who's ever been on their newsletter again and was like, hey, I need to update you. So, oh God, my inbox was completely overwhelmed. And I, very, I just spent half an hour deleting everything and unsubscribing and really asking myself, am I reading this newsletter on a regular basis? And if not, then I need to let it go because I want to make space for more important things and for things that I really want to take in because they're nurturing and beautiful. And I think the same is true for social media. So this is not news, but it's just an invitation if you feel overwhelmed, maybe now's the time to declutter your feeds a little bit. And, you know, it depends on the platform and Facebook. You don't have to unfriend someone, but you can unfollow them. And it means that your feed is just more tailored to what you actually want to see. And on Instagram as well, I've unfollowed about 100 people last week and was having some guilt around that. But then I was like, hey, you know, I might revisit these people right now, but uh, some someday. But I... I really need to see my friends on my feed and I need to not follow hundreds and hundreds of people and feel completely overwhelmed and also right now I don't want to see before or after pictures or people talking about the diets or um, the bikini body that they want to have for the summer it's just not serving me and I get to decide what I want to engage with um, so uh, yeah, so I've decluttered that stuff a little bit. And then also I created specific feeds that feel really nourishing. So <clears throat> um, I've rediscovered Tumblr recently. It's funny, I really loved Tumblr in my 20s and like kind of my early and mid-20s so, so much. Been there. I've been there every day at that time, probably for uh, like 10 or 15 minutes each day, just looking at inspirational stuff or stuff that was inspirational to me, right? And not necessarily like mainstream inspirational um, productivity-based stuff. Um, and yeah, you know, Tumblr, I think, has such a cool way to really easily create stuff. You can make your own inspiration boards and it feels a little bit less sleek and polished than Pinterest maybe so I think in, on Pinterest you can also you know use it as a search engine and you can um put stuff like body positivity into the search bar but what comes up to me kind of felt a little bit less authentic if I'm super honest than what I saw on Tumblr so I still like Pinterest and I think it has great value in many ways but I often feel really inspired by just the do-it-yourself culture on Tumblr and the stuff that people share vulnerably and also I noticed that there's a lot less um, censoring seeming to be happening on Tumblr so um, there's nudity if, you, if you're into that and I think it can be really beautiful to engage with nudity in a neutral way because you know bodies with what we're consuming usually in media are so sexualized and I think for me it's been really helpful to just see a really diverse range a truly diverse range of bodies 
being presented in just completely neutral ways, just like, that's my body, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, that feels helpful to me, <clears throat> and then the final thing I want to share is that you really have such honest and complete permission to use free stuff and then unsubscribe so if you've been around in the online world and you know you're interested in kind of maybe creative folks or healing you might notice that many people offer a kind of freebies when you sign up as do I, I like it's meant to be like a welcome present um so someone signs up for your newsletter I have one over at Daydream Rose where you can get a free kind of um, audio course called Everyday Magic and then uh, for Yao Digital I have a, a mini um, do-it-yourself branding kit that you can get and that kind of gives you some inspiration about making your own graphics and thinking about colors and fonts and that stuff. So um, you can sign up for this stuff for free and you usually then receive the newsletter from that person and that can get overwhelming and I think sometimes people feel a bit anxious about you know receiving something and then unsubscribing and I really want to say that's totally okay as someone who is running a business and a newsletter I can tell you that of course I would love more people to receive my newsletter and I, I would hope that I have valuable things to share but in, at the end of the day we're most people are creating these offerings because we care really deeply about just sharing that information and wanting to share these skills that we have been really privileged to be able to acquire in the first place so if you are in a place where you want to make some space for self-healing and explore embodiment and you know get to know new tools why not have a look at all the different things that people on Instagram that you like offering for example and see if um, you want to check their free offering out and if you then feel that's too much for your inbox you can always unsubscribe but maybe you can subscribe and get three free mini courses and over the next six weeks or so you're gonna look at one session a week and just see how that feels and if that's something that maybe you want to utilize long term in your everyday life so yeah like I said I'm really just all about sharing what we have and integrating that in ways that feel non-competitive and just liberating and that are based in pleasure and curiosity and just exploring stuff and I think you know as much as we live in really difficult and confusing and uncertain times right now the internet really is something that makes me feel hopeful because we get to spread spread really radical ideas um at very low, low cost compared to what it's been like when you had an idea a hundred years ago and you had to have access to a printing press and you had to kind of make a name for yourself in real life rather than the internet you know so that's making me feel hopeful and I still think that the internet isn't completely democratic and that you know the reason that some of us have bigger Instagram account is often privileged um as well as hard work but um you know people who are white or people who are skinny or able-bodied or ha who have the ability to even put time into creating this free content that is a privilege and not everyone has that and so not everyone has an equal opportunity to build an online business um that's just to say as a side note yeah <clears throat> and then I think my final thing since you know we've been thinking and dreaming a little bit more about embodiment 
Um, something I've really been so excited about lately is just to really drop any expectation around what movement should look like and um, sometimes I love swimming, I love going to the pool or to swim in the sea here um, but it's just not about what it should look like anymore, it's just about how my body wants to move and if you just take one thing from this or if you just try one thing today I would say please make it choosing your favorite song, putting that on and just moving in a way that feels good to your body. Maybe don't even call it dance because sometimes even that is too much of an expectation and you can do that lying down, you can do that sitting up or you can stand or squat or whatever you want. It doesn't, there's no rules here. Um, so yeah, I really hope that there's been something in it for you in this episode and um, that it wasn't just me rambling, which it kind of was, I know. But anyway, I just wanted to say thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to run this podcast and have you be my listener. I, I appreciate that so much and I'm excited about the conversations that I get to bring to you over the next few weeks and if you listen to this honestly it would be mean so much to me if you can just say hi on instagram or drop me an email because yeah speaking into the void of the internet can feel weird and i would love to hear how it's landing for you um and if you like it i would also really appreciate it if you could leave a review on itunes that should take just a couple of seconds but it makes a massive difference for how many people can find this podcast and uh, listen to these conversations. So yeah, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Have a really beautiful day and I'll speak to you soon.